Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is called Doula Club. My name is Bonnie Silva and I will be your host. Enjoy the ride. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. So recently I was contacted to make an episode for tips for new doulas. Um, the particular person that contacted me, her name was Angelica. Her, If you guys want to follow her, her Instagram handle is The House Witch. So I am going to talk about meetings, interviews, prenatal, birth, and postpartum. So let's talk about that right? Um, So let's talk about first with interviews. Um, Interviews are great. So one thing that I learned as a doula over time is when it comes to, let's say, let's talk about wardrobe, for example, right? Wear something that makes you feel comfortable. Wear something that will kind of reveal a little bit about you. Like maybe you're wearing a band shirt with uh, some cool black ripped jeans and some cool sneakers and you have your hair in a bun. Like that's an outfit that I've actually worn to an interview once. Or maybe you're just wearing all black. Or maybe you're wearing your favorite dress. Maybe you're wearing overalls with a shirt. Or maybe you're just wearing a button down shirt with a simple bottoms whatever it is you know make sure that you feel comfortable with what you're wearing but also make sure that you understand that this is also a a job interview granted this job is a very unique job it's not like an office job for sure so there is liberties on your wardrobe right but maybe you just kind of want to pick one blouse and you just want to use that blouse for every interview, right? So you can do that too. I, I have a uh, one of my favorite doula friends. Her name is uh, Tia Downing. And she's said to me, Bonnie, I just wear one blue shirt or one blue blouse. And I go to the same coffee shop. And that's where I meet them. Like I have my clients meet me at the coffee shop that I go to. And that's a thing too. I'm a little bit different than Tia where... Um, I wear different types of outfits, so I don't have a particular specific uh, interview outfit. Um, And I like to kind of go all over the city. Like sometimes I'll go to their apartment. I think that's very personal. Sometimes I'll meet them at a coffee shop. So it depends. Um, Sometimes they meet me in my neighborhood, which is like hella convenience. But, you know, I, again, like, Tia is a mom, and and she, you know, she's a very, very busy woman. And, I mean, I'm busy too, but I just, I don't know. We're just two different people, and we like to do different things differently. So those are two different ways that you can do as well. Um, In regards to what I say, I just talk about my passion, how I found out that I was meant to be a doula, Uh, the person that inspired me to be a doula, Uh, how I came to find this career, this passion, this gift. And then I talk about the general numbers of births that I've attended. And and if you don't have a general number of births, just really uh, talk about yourself uh, and just, you know, be comfortable. One thing that I say is that it's it's like a blind interview, right? So it's already an awkward situation. So sometimes I even say that in an interview. I'm like, well, this is like a blind date. So this is already awkward. So let's ask all the awkward questions out of the way. You know, I think that trying to be as comfortable as you can in an interview will make the couple or the person that's interviewing you comfortable. You know, it's, you know, make a, make a joke, have them laugh a bit. It, laughing and laughter, it, it, 
kind of relieves tension. So maybe making a little light joke, maybe commenting, being like, oh, I love this type of cop, whatever it is, you know, try to realize that being a doula, it's it's a very awkward situation for the person in front of you. So, you know, just go with the flow, really. Um, and in regards to, let's say you, they discussed, they emailed you and they're like, Hey, so-and-so we talked about it and we really want to hire you as your doula. Awesome. This is fantastic. So when you get that email or you get that text message from clients, that's amazing. So usually I, if it, if they're hiring me personally, I try to send them a contract or if they are hiring me through my agency, I send them a contract from the agency. Once the contract is paid and signed, very, very important. Contracts have to be paid and signed. I express that very, very specifically because if contracts are not paid and signed, contracts are incomplete. Those two things are very, very important. So once those two things are done, then you can schedule your prenatals. All right, prenatals. This is great. This is where you can actually really give the couple tons of information. What I like to do beforehand, I like to email the couple or the person that hired you um tons of information like links uh links of like how to set up a hospital bag or a birthing bag what to eat during pregnancy what exercises you should do or suggest uh positions for laboring breastfeeding uh pumping uh newborn techniques anything that you think that might be important send it to them in this email. Send information of like top 17 things that you might need for the baby, things that you might need for your postpartum, postpartum supplies for your healing, postpartum food. Send them all these informations. I like to send one to two emails so it's not an overload, but I definitely send those emails before I do the prenatal itself. Um, And that way you kind of have them set up with information. They are set, they get questions already in hand once you come in. So yeah, so send them an email with links, information, all of the things that you think is important or you don't even think that might, they might need, they actually might need that information. Just so just put all of those informations in an email, send it to the, the, the clients And when you get there, you know, I also what I like to do is I like to um, print out a couple of handouts. So I invested in a $50 printer for myself. So I have a little office in my own room, right? So I have my little computer, I have my little printer. So that way, I'm not like hustling out to FedEx to print shit out. All right. So if you know, let's say your first doula client pays you $200. Um, that's very low, but it's your first client. And you know, that's kind of like, uh, that's awesome. You got $200, I would invest in, in a printer, maybe not on your first client, maybe on your fifth or your 10th client. But definitely at some point, I do suggest invest on that because it's it's not just for you but it's for your doula career so you're investing in yourself 
So I like to print out handouts of how how large the cervix can actually dilate over time. I like to send to print out a handout for how big the baby's stomach is in the first few days, the first month. I like to print out a handout for how long can the milk stay out. Um, I also like to print out a handout for uh, uh, positions for labor. Those are fun things that you can actually like in the interview, like pull out this handout, be like, look, like these are the things and you can talk about that and give them that this handout so they can look at look at by themselves. Right. And then in regards to the particular hospital. So before you go to the interview, your clients should fill out a part in your contract, they should fill out information of where they're going to be birthing, who the doctor is, what's their due date, how much they're paying you, or, or if it's the volunteer work, whatever that situation is, they should fill that information out. So that information, you already have it before you go to the uh, the prenatal. Ask your doula community about those those particular things, about the doctor, about the hospital. Because if you're an, an inexperienced doula, most likely you've never been to that hospital. Most likely you've never worked with that doctor. But don't worry. There are other people that have. So asking is never hurting anybody. So ask away. Ask your community. Reach out to people. Don't be embarrassed about that. Because if you don't ask anybody, if you don't ask your community, and if you don't reach out, you're only embarrassing yourself, right? So ask away. Ask your community. Hey, guys, I'm a new doula. I got this client that's uh, giving birth at this particular place. Can you guys give me any tips and information about that? They're having this doctor. Can you give me any information that I could give to my clients about this doctor? You know what I mean? Like reach out, do your research. So when you go to, to your client's house, even if they're your first client, you'll be able to give them more information than they had before. So you're still doing an amazing job as a doula by giving them this information. You know what I mean? One thing that I always say and still say to this day is that, if I don't know the question to something, don't worry. I have a really large community behind me and I can always turn around and ask them because it's never embarrassing to admit, hey, you know what? If I don't know that, don't worry. I got your back and I will ask my community and they will answer for me. So again, be vocal. Don't coil yourself up. Ask your community in regards to those information so that way you can inform your clients. Inform your clients about delayed cord clamping. A lot of people don't know about that, even though it's pretty standard nowadays. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes doctors rush to that. Inform them about skin to skin. Breastfeeding, great. Not interested in breastfeeding? Let's talk about that. Is it an anxiety thing? You can't breastfeed. That's okay. Formula is still feeding your baby. Let's not throw st stones in formula, okay? So it was invented for a purpose. We need to feed children. You know, inform them about dad bonding or about mom bonding. Inform them about about all of the things that you think are important, they might not know that information. So never think that the information that you have is not good enough. It is. Inform your clients on everything they can. And inform your clients about membranes being ruptured, about water being broken. What does that mean? Why do they do that at hospitals? Inform your clients about overstay at hospitals, the policy of staying for two days, the policy of staying for three nights after C-section. Inform your clients about these things because sometimes they don't know and they're going to love the fact that you're enlightened them about something that they had no idea. 
So again, if you're a new doula and you feel hesitant about and feel nervous, feeling nervous is okay, but ask questions to your community if you don't feel like you know those answers because we will have your back. All right, the day has come. You guys talked about when to call you at your prenatals, and they are calling you today. It's the day. Baby is on its way. Contractions are starting. Now, remember, as a new doula, you probably have have heard about, a lot about this, and you probably told your clients about this, but birth is long. It's a long process. Very Out of all of the births that I've attended, I can say that less than a handful have been less than seven hours, all right? Those are very fast labors. It's still pretty long, but that's not normal. That's not the case for every single birth. So prepare for a long journey. If you feel like you need a backup, you need to talk about with your friends, with your backup doula beforehand. You need to introduce that backup to your clients either via Skype or via email. But, you know, have a backup in hand because some doulas, especially in the beginning, They don't want to do more than 10 hours. They need a break. They need to go home, take a shower, take a nap and come back. Regardless, I mean, when I, when I, I very, very, very rarely ask for a backup. Um, I think out of all the births that I've attended, I've only called a backup once. And it was because I had two births at once. (laughs) It was two of my clients. And I think it was a month where I had six clients at once. So I had a feeling I was going to miss one and really truly hoping that I wasn't but sometimes the stars don't always align the way you want them to and that was the only time I actually asked for a backup that's a thing you know and that's okay but make sure you have yourself set up so you don't fail your clients in that way you know you can't fail your client as a doula but if you don't show up for the birth you're fucking failing them or if you don't have anybody showing up that's a fail so make sure that doesn't happen but in regards to birth it's a long journey right so have your doula bag set up what I usually have in my doula bag is I usually have um, rose hip oil for massage I have a couple of essential oils I have a diffuser um, I have a little nano so if they want to listen to music they can do it on the bluetooth I have a book I have straws um, and I have snacks for myself. Sometimes I'll just throw in nuts, a, a bag of nuts in there and, or maybe a couple of Lara bars. Um, truly, really, and definitely a bottle of water, guys. Please remember to hydrate yourself. Like, yes, your client needs hydration, your client needs attention, but if you're depleted, you're fucking being a bad doula to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, so make sure you have snacks for yourself. Make sure you have definitely water for yourself. Um, And make sure that you're just present. Listen, it's okay to sit down if you need to sit down. It's okay to like look at your phone if you need to look at your phone. But, you know, being present at the birth, just being present with your clients is a huge thing. You know, 
do hip squeezings give the partner reassurance if there's a partner in the room make sure that you tell the partner hey you look a little depleted drink some water go get some food for yourself i'll be in the room i'm not leaving you know look at the birthing person be like do you want me to hold your hand would you like me to massage your legs can i do a little hip squeeze between contractions or during contractions talk to your clients make sure that you are present because i think that um you know, regardless, they hired you for a reason. They hired you because they found you to be their doula, you know? Um, and again, birth is a long process. So my first birth was about a 14, 15 hour birth. I stayed with them the entire time. I was very fortunate that they allowed me to take a nap towards the end, like towards the end, right before she gave, she, uh, started pushing the grandma was in the room and she was sleeping on the couch and then she woke up at some point she was like bonnie why don't you take a nap for a little bit like you look a little depleted so they were nice enough and they allowed me to take a nap and i asked i was very i was one of those doulas i was like can i take a nap they were like yes you can take a nap we were good i have a pedural i'm gonna go to bed my my partner's gonna go to bed so you know every birth is different communication is very important um A lot of times, let's say I have a client that has an epidural and she's sleeping and the partner's sleeping if there's a partner in the room, I take a nap too, you know? Uh, I'm one of those doulas that I'll sleep on the floor. As long as there's a sheet on the floor, I don't sleep directly on the floor of a hospital because if you're a new doula and you don't know this, there's a lot of blood that goes down on the floor. Um, a lot of babies were born on the on those hospital uh, rooms and a lot of blood was shed. So you never want direct contact with the hospital floor. But I am okay with sleeping on the floor on top of a sheet. I've done it many, many times. And trust me, my immune system is very strong. I'm not dying anytime soon. Um, <laughs> so in, in that particular, unless there's a specific tip that any doula wants in regards to birth, that's like the logist of it like that's like the big bulk tips that I have just like realize that it's a long journey make sure you have water and food for yourself Um, make sure that you uh, maybe can shut a little bit of eye if your clients are sleeping Um, and text your doula community because sometimes you need that support for yourself okay just remember that you can ask for that support all right all right so the prenatal day has come baby was born they made us they you contacted them after the day after the baby was born made sure they were okay everything was okay you checked in on them via text message or gave them a call and you finally scheduled a pre uh, a postpartum session. Sorry, if I said prenatal, I apologize. I totally meant postpartum. <laughs> it's a little late at night, and I'm doing this episode a little late, so I apologize. I just finished watching Charmed. <laughs> anyway, so it's the postpartum day has come, and you're you're finally going to visit them. Listen, as a doula, I don't like to come empty-handed. So maybe it's the small things, right? Maybe it's asking them, hey guys, do you drink coffee? Maybe it's getting them a bag of ground coffee and some fruits and veggies. It's the smallest thing. You don't have to spend that much money. Listen, $20, it's fine. Even $10. Uh, Maybe it's bringing them something, uh, baked goods. Maybe you actually like to cook and you want to bring them some homemade food. 
awesome. Or maybe you're like, fuck this, I'm not baking any shit. Go buy the coffee shop and grab them some baked goods. Or again, maybe coffee or maybe uh, some juice or whatever it is. I I feel like it's really important and it it speaks a lot when you don't come empty-handed, okay? Maybe it's a present for the baby, but I kid you not, baby most likely has everything it needs. It's really the parents that are depleted. So if anything, I don't bring shit for the baby. I bring stuff for the parents because baby already has a baby shower. The baby already has either breast milk or formula. Baby already has a bassinet set up and swaddles. The people that are really depleted are the parents, okay? So that's why I bring stuff for the parents. Maybe it's a fucking book. Like, whatever it is, you know, bring something for the parents. And I always like to stress for the parents that this isn't a a postpartum session. It's a visit. So the visit can be up to three hours, sometimes four, but that's very rare. And what do you do in that visit? You check up on them. You talk to them. Um, Maybe you're holding the baby so the mom can um, go to the bathroom. Or maybe you offer to hold the baby so the mom or dad can take a shower. You know, that's really important. Or sometimes when you go to a postpartum visit, you're just seeing the mom, which has happened to me a few times where when I actually went to see the postpartum clients, I just saw the birthing partner. So maybe you are just holding the baby and you're saying, hey, so-and-so, I'm going to hold the baby. Do you want to take a shower? And sometimes they'll be like, oh my God, yeah. And they'll like take a shower, lotion themselves up, or maybe they want to do their own dishes. I've had a, a, a couple of clients where like I just hung out with the baby and they like went and did their dishes. They cooked themselves some food like they want to be active. They want to do this. And some some clients will be like, oh, my God, can you make me some food? That would be amazing if you do. And you can prepare like something from their own fridge. You know, when I do postpartum sessions for my clients, um, I don't you know, I don't bring anything fancy with me or anything. I bring my physical self. So whenever I'm cooking for my clients, which I very thoroughly enjoy doing because I love, love, love to cook. I cook whatever's in their fridge. Truly. Like, you know, whatever's in their fridge might actually be what they want to eat. You know, if let's say, for example, a client hires you for a few postpartum sessions and the first time around you see that their fridge is a little empty. Um, you know, I would a either suggest for them to get some nutritious stuff for them, or b offer to like go to the grocery store and get some stuff for them and then come back and cook them something delicious. That can be a thing. But in regard as in regarding these postpartum visits, you know, uh, talk to them, ask them how their birth story was, do they want to vent anything to you? Um, Ask them if they need any assistance with breastfeeding, with feeding their baby in general, with swaddling. Maybe you're you're you kind of like did the swaddling course and you're pretty awesome at it. Teach them how to do that Um, or maybe offer to walk their dog or (laughs) change their cat litter or maybe uh, offer to uh, wipe down their bathroom you know I, w- I would just be uh, offering in some sort of way where you know if if they feel like they just want to chat with you and sit down and chat and, and drink coffee or tea and kind of like vent 
then that's great. Or maybe they just want you to help out in some sort of way, you know? So feel your clients out. You know your clients better than anybody. Feel them out and see if they need anything. Listen, I'm not Miss Know-It-All, but I know a couple of things. And these are the general little tips that I have. If you are a doula that's just kind of looking for some more specific tips, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to give you any information that I have from my personal experience. Or I can just kind of reach out to some other doulas and kind of gather a collective of opinions and bring them to the podcast. I think that, you know, being a doula, you should reach out to your community constantly, ask questions. I always do. I mean, shit, I don't know much, but the little that I know, I'm happy to offer to you guys. So please feel free to contact me. Um, you can contact me through real doula club at gmail. You can contact me through at real doula club on Instagram or my personal handle, Bonnie Silva. Um, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. The fall is finally fucking here and I am so living my dreams right now. Everything Halloween, everything orange and black, all of the things are magical. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. I bid you adieu and have an amazing night, guys. Bye.